Good evening, Habs fans, hockey fans everywhere around the world. Welcome to another episode of The Curfew Boys coming to you live from the basement just after curfew hours here in Montreal. I am Sammy here with the rest of my boys, Anthony, Adri, Statsman Joe. Unfortunately, uh, Mr. Badass on the base, Zook, cannot be with us tonight. I'll say but it for him. We, I'll say it for him. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> hey now. We, we also do have a special guest with us tonight. My family and blood, Christopher Solera. How are you doing, Chris? Well, of course. You guys bring me on the show anytime there's anything negative to talk about. So, <laughs> Sounds good. This is not negative. This is positive. Well, it is positive. You know what, Joey? You're right. It's a positive negative. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, I will say this, though. What a crazy 24 hours it's been for us as fans, for the franchise and the organization and the team. I mean, 24 hours ago, the Canadians lost. Uh, of, I, 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 I honestly think it was a very, very close game, a very up and down game. You know, again, controversial uh disallowed goal due to a, a coach's challenge on what was supposedly a goaltender interference i think uh has fans the team uh, even uh, hockey experts and analysts everywhere are still scratching their heads trying to figure that one out but it is what it is we got a point out of it we lost in shootouts and then not even 12 hours later claude julien and kirk Mahler have been relieved of their coaching duties and are getting replaced by Dominic Ducharme and also calling up Alex Burroughs from the Laval Rockets to be a new assistant coach. So, uh, gentlemen, let's get I, right I, to I, it. I just want to say to the fans and out there, Curfew Boys are on top of the podcast list because I think Mark Benjamin listened to our show last night because not even 12 <laughs> hours later, after we said what we said... Do you think Mark Bergevin saw Anthony live go like this? Make a change, make a change. Well, I don't know. Hey, I, I, don't know. I think Ant- so. I think so. Ant- Joey, I don't know if you guys... Uh, guys, I don't know. I think he watched- decided when the, during the game. <laughs> I, don't know if you've watched, I don't know if you've watched uh, Mark Bergevin's press conference today, but he was keeping the flow going. He was dressed nice. I think he was worried about losing his hair because... Anthony was definitely worried about losing his last night. He, <laughs> for sure, for he sure, we were trans. for sure we were worried that you were going to lose your mind. I thought I was going to lose my voice from well, guys, the yelling just too. just to let you know, but... if you guys want to listen to last night's <laughs> podcast, just li- just fast forward to the last minute. And I said, whoever has connections and knows, <laughs> okay, and, here uh, he is. And Julien, hold on, hold on. I said, whoever knows Mark Benjamin and Julien, Julien, if you're listening. Wake the fuck up and measure vain. If you're listening, make some changes. Guess what? 12 hours later, we got a notification. Julian's out. Yeah. So I so, think it was us. So, so you're, so you're the hero of the night, right? Is I'm not saying it was say? me. I'm saying the curfew. Yeah, boys yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. The curfew you boys. perfectly said, I, I, you just said, I said, <laughs> anyways, let's digress and let's, let's get right digress. to, let's, uh, let's get right to it guys. Uh, listen, are you guys surprised? Surprised? Not surprised? Was it a necessary move? Take it away. I'm I'm not surprised. I I'm su- I'm not surprised of it happening. I was just surprised it happened now. I thought if it would have happened, it would happen during the uh, the week break. But I know Bergevin. Um, I know Bergevin uh, said he wanted to give them a chance, you know, to regroup during that week break, and obviously mm-hmm. it didn't work. So the timing of it. 
But I also think Bergevin, if people listen to his press conference, I, I think he's kind of like holding on to his job, like very, uh, very, uh, how do I say it? Like he's, he's not he's on the verge off. of getting fired, fired, but he's holding on for oh. dear life. Yeah, because you really think I so? A, I have a direct quote where they asked him about his job and he says, and I quote, listen, I have no control over that. As a general manager of the team, I'm in charge of making decisions and I live with the consequences. I have no problem with putting my head on the block, as we said. Uh, I have confidence in Dominic. I think I made some trades last year that wasn't I wasn't shy to make. I'm a big man. I can take responsibility that comes with my decisions at 100%. And I own the, the decisions at 100%. So when they asked yep. him that stuff, I just think he's making as much changes as possible to to save his job. And I this get is it. part so, of what he's doing. I, 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 I get it that you, it's, it's, you, you, you could be right. I can't believe I'm saying that. But we all knew from the start of the season, we, we, we've all said it. We've all called it. Every single one of us, with the acquisitions he's made and bringing the players he has, we knew that Bergeron did his job and that now it's really it's up to the coaches now. And, right. yeah. and, 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 exactly. and it, it, it seemed like it started off perfect. It, 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 it was a near perfect start for the Canadians scoring five, averaging four or five goals a game. Uh, I, I, I understand they only faced Vancouver for the most part of those of that winning streak, but they were just a total force to be reckoned with. And now like, I like, agree. If he would have uh, so, so held he, on to Julien longer and this really turned out to be a really bad season, I think both of them at that point would have for been sure. gone. So, but he but proactively I think made a change. He had to. Thing. He had to stop the bleeding. Is, oh, exactly. Not only that, they just don't have the. T- he doesn't have the time in a shortened season. Uh, exactly. He, his five-year plan is now eight years, going on nine. The, the le- like the leash is is short. So if he's not doing everything possible to assure or to be able to turn back and say, look. I'm doing everything I think is right for this team in order uh, for us to perform and compete now. Well, if he's not doing that, yeah, his uh, his head's on the chopping block. I think he's doing. I personally think he did a great job. He did his job as you guys uh, as you guys mentioned. But had he been reckless, and when I say reckless, I mean letting playing the hopeful game and saying. Julien will take care of this. If he would have had another set of losing streaks this year, well, that would have been on Mark Bergevin because he didn't intervene. And I like what he said. I saw a pattern. I stepped in. I made a change because I thought it was right. So um, we talked going back to um, Anthony's question. Did I see it coming? No, it's always a, no matter what, it's always a shock when you see a Montreal Canadiens coach getting fired. However, I don't know, I guess, from years past we were used to a little bit more patience and look i think it was the right decision i think uh claude julian's style is out of uh out of date just have said it better myself anthony you have your arm up uh, yeah (laughs) perfect answer chris i don't have much to say because you just uh you don't have one thing to say He stole. Just, just, just one thing. Just one thing. Just one thing. Just one thing. Look, am I surprised? No, uh, we all saw this coming. Uh, it was very, and like you said, Chris. If okay, let me let me go back. Um, a year ago, two years ago, the blame was fully on MB. We all shot on MB. Okay, 
the fuck is he doing? The five-year plan is, is surpassing. Nothing is happening, this and that, okay? And we all put the blame on MB. And you know what? He deserved the blame the last five years. Then, end of last season, he woke up. He made some changes. I think going back to what Joy said a few episodes ago, I think coronavirus and the, the, the opportunity last year of making the playoffs when we shouldn't have made – it was a wake-up call for um, – sorry, it gave uh, Mark Benjamin the opportunity to make all these changes because if that didn't happen, I think we would have, you know, had a restructure at that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So seeing the Habs well-rested and entering the playoffs the way they did last year and went full force, MB said, you know what? I think we have something here. Let's make a couple of changes and let's go. I think that coronavirus was the reason why all these changes were made. And these changes were the right changes. After five years, we've been waiting. Mejavin finally did those changes. And starting off this season... It showed that these changes were the were the best changes. And sorry, I keep saying changes. Starting this season. Just like you say one thing. <laughs> the beginning of this season, <laughs> we all finally said, you know what? MB finally did something good. Now mm-hmm. it's now it's all about the coaching situation. The players proved themselves at the beginning. Sorry, it started off with MB proving himself by hey, he made these changes. The players performed the first 10 games saying hey mb you did the right thing now it's the coaching to to continue that success it's it, it's a it's, it's it's a domino effect now i don't know what happened after 10 games we saw the talent on the ice we saw the performance on the ice it's impossible after 10 games these guys just lose all the talent right so yeah, right now we'll now again We'll find out in the next couple of games if this was a coaching situation or, guys, we were just lucky that the team was connected the first 10 games. But if they go back to what it was the first 10 games, then clearly there was something going on in the room. Clearly a disconnect with Julien. And clearly it was Julien's, well, you know... Uh, yeah, sorry. Go, I, I, keep, I, I want, well, No, I well, wanted to answer yeah, uh, why, why it changed. Uh, well, I, I he... They, they may have reverted back to Julien's way of playing because those, like I was mentioning about the point shots and I'm actually being serious, not, not joking anymore about the whole point shot things and playing very defensive and passive on the PK. I think they went back to Julien's style of hockey and they reverted back. I don't know why, because we don't know the stuff but, that goes on in the locker but who, room. Who is the, no, but, but who the, thing the other is, idea yeah. of doing of playing the way they played the tango? Well, Ducharme is the one who handles transition and offense, not power play. But transition and offense that comes from okay, and then so, so, it's clear, so it's clear it, it's it's clearly obvious that even Bergevin said in his in his uh his press conference today is that the, the players they 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 just weren't it for lack of it like the message wasn't wasn't being received by the players not that they didn't believe in the system but it's just they it it it, it just wasn't it just wasn't working they weren't they they right now they they need a new voice they need a new direction somehow or they are like like george said they need to go back to Ducharme's strategy that he was implementing at the beginning of the season so now 
Chris, Chris, Duchart. Chris is holding no, back. I actually want, I want, I want to get what he has to say to finish this off, finish off the thought. But I have something that I definitely want to add to that. Well, look, well, because because this is this is gonna kind of open up our second segment of the show here. But like with 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 Ducharme's system implemented at the beginning of the season, is is this something we can expect from him from now on? That style of play, because at the beginning of the season. The team was very aggressive. They were first on the puck, heavy on the forecheck, uh, shut down defense compared to what we've seen these last couple of games. So, is like I said, or I'm going to ask, is this what we can expect from Dom Ducharme? What else can we expect from him too? And which players can we hope can benefit from this change, especially the younger ones? Now that now that Dominic Ducharme has a bit of that reputation of working well with the younger players, which of the younger guys on this team can benefit from this coaching change? Okay, before I get into the players that are going to benefit, because we're definitely going to get back into that, I think Claude Julien was a coach that was very well structured. You come into the season, you know exactly what the tasks are at hand, what you have to do. What I bitched and complained about for years and what I hated about a coach like Michel Terrier and what I was surprised to discover over the years from Claude Julien, it's not that they don't have a plan. How many years have we seen the Canadians come out to a flying start doing perfectly, perfectly well? I find our coaches had no ability to adapt once the other teams adapted to us. And mm -hmm. that's the biggest problem that I've noticed Claude Julien, you said they reverted back to Claude Julien's style. I don't think they necessarily just reverted back to his style. The other teams figured out something. They modified what they're, how they played the Canadians, and the Canadians had no solution to that. And that falls onto coaching. Couldn't agree more. Without, which, without a question. And which I'm tired for sure, of that. That's... I want to have, have somebody who's going to think outside of the box. And biggest thing of all, I want somebody who's going to look beyond veteran status to look mm -hmm. to our creative players to think for something outside of the box and bring something that I'm not going to say his name, but let's say less talented players. Cannot <laughs> you got to say it. Say you it. have to say his name. You got say it. it. Say it. Say it. Someone's going to say it. You, you guys say it. No, no, it's no, no. no, no. And favorite player. No, no, no. You don't want to know what? I'm not even going to say Dano. You want to know what I spent the most of my time screaming yesterday? <laughs> Why the fuck is Ben Sherratt on the ice in overtime? Why is he on? Why is he on? I'd rather play a third forward. And not only that, yeah. I, I want to go back to one thing, coaching. You want, to, you want to talk about losing a room? Gallagher, who gets mugged in front of the net, bowled over. They disallow the goal, and your coach, is, uh, your coach has his mask, and he's basically pulling it a little bit, uh, barely looks angry, barely looks disappointed. You know what? There's five minutes left in the game. Kirk Muller, whoever else could have handled the rest of it, I would have been swinging sticks, throwing shit, fight for your team. Show that you actually care. <laughs> Anyways, I'm done. <laughs> Rant over. <laughs> uh, I'll answer. Okay, so second segment, what to expect you know, going forward. Listen, I mean, this is, this is, this is it. This is the, the, the big question we all are waiting to get answered. Was the team the issue or was it the coach the issue? And that's, we're going to find out. The 
again, I'm going to go back to what I said before. The, the team proved themselves at the beginning. They showed what they're capable of doing. Now, again, was it just a lucky streak? Or like Chris said, we just can't adapt to new style of play. And you're right. Almost every year, Habs always have the best start. We have always the best record in the month of October every yeah. year. And then come December, November, December, and January, it's like, what the hell happened, right? Now, is it coaching the situation? In the past, I was always, you know, we were always focusing on, we didn't have the pl- the team, we didn't have the players, we didn't have the right guys on the ice. Now, I think we do have the right guys. I'm not saying we're perfect, but I think we have good potential. Now, it's the coaching, the issue. We will find out the next three, four games if we go back to that style of play, then clearly Julian was the problem. If we continue what we're doing, then guys, it's the team and Benjamin has to go. Now, what do I expect going forward? An offensive offensive style team. Okay. Coach Julian was a trapped defensive mindset. We have players that can score and like to have that offensive mindset. The coach was taking that away. Having Keiki on the third line, having Dano on the second line, that's defensive mindset, okay? You put Dano on the third or fourth line with, you know, uh, Armia, Armia, because Dano, as much as I love, love the guy, he's a shutdown player. He's not a goal scorer. He's not a, he's a playmaker, but he's also a shutdown defensive mindset guy. Put him with those guys. Have our third or fourth line a shutdown line and have the first and second line, like these top teams, goal scorers and playmakers to put up those points. Finally, I said it. Dano deserves to be on the third or fourth line. Thank you. Okay? How's your ego feeling right now? <laughs> Anthony, don't expect a 180, by the way. Uh, they, they said it. The, the entire system is not going to change midway through the season. Certain things are going to be tweaked and adjusted but it's not going to be completely uh, completely changed to 180. I expect the power play to be completely adjusted. And that, that's why that's why Muller got fired. It's but Joey, specifically for that. What, what, let's add to this. Alex Burroughs is coming in to tweak that power play or to fix the special team's problems. Special team, but more focused on penalty kills. That's what I heard about Al, for, for Alex Burrow. Because even, even penalty kill... They, they they were in the bottom half uh, of the league. They were. Uh, it was, it was, it was but it was cool. both. It was the, just yeah, special was, teams. Was period. Both. Power play both. and, and e- Eric Angles. Eric Angles said it today from from Sportsman. He's like, you can't have guys. This is on the penalty kill. You can't have guys like uh, Price, Allen for goaltenders, Weber, Petrie, Edmondson, Sharot, and be the the bottom five teams in penalty kill. You, you, it's no, like, it's you, unacceptable. You, you can't have that and. If you go back to Toronto's game, and he mentioned it specifically, Matthews had two sh- two shots in the slot mm. from the circle, which is the most dangerous. And you don't, and the one guy you don't leave open from Toronto is that guy. And they were just too passive on it. So I know Burroughs is going to work with it. So we're going to see. I don't expect a complete 180. But even Ducharme said today, he he mentioned about how he likes offense. And in the past, in his coaching days with Canada, I know he had a good team. And in the queue. He always had uh, a good offense, and but he also had the players to work with. So he I mentioned that today that he likes offense, but
but you know to create offense you have to have the puck uh you need to retrieve it and he wants to spend less time in the zone this is his quote and wants to create more turnovers and he wants to counter quick so he was mentioning about the transition yeah, you know, yeah. Right? he I wants he wants goal. a more he wants a more aggressive power play too and i like the sound absolutely of that. i like the sound of that that, it, that that's important let's not stop though at uh, special teams let's let's just start with the mentality of play to win not play to survive no not, like like play like nixon suki said not not playing we don't want to play to not to lose. lose you can't yeah. do that because it's 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 still a negative the fact that you're playing to not lose the word lose is negative and then then not only that, you hear Shea Weber coming in saying there's negative energy. It's, it's it, 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 like Anthony said earlier tonight, it cannot be that a team with decent offensive talent was showing it. They were the, they were, they were the first team with the most they, – they, at one point, they were leading the league in goals in just in, – in, in, in within those first five to ten games. It cannot be that – it's a lack of scoring touch and a lack of talent. It, it, it cannot be. It's like, Chris, like you said earlier, it's all about adjusting. Claude Julien, you're absolutely right. He was not able to adjust. While other teams were, were adjusting their strategies to defend us, we couldn't adjust to another to another. Uh, and when we don't another adjust, level. Yeah. and then when and we don't adjust, Sam, we're what cha- happens we're chasing- is Julien go, go, no, he just reverts back to how he knows how to just keep structure and basically yeah. hang on for dear life. No, but this and 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 this is where now is the opportunity, especially with Dominic Ducharme having that reputation again, working with the young ones. This is where I want to see Nick Suzuki thrive. This is where I want to see yes, Barry Kakanyemi, especially him, especially him, yep. a third, our third overall pick, with a great shot. We've all seen it in his practice. The kid's got talent. The kid's got moves. Please, if there's one thing I'm hoping to God is that. He gets more of uh, either an offensive role on the power play or in overtime. Please, they need to figure out a way to get this kid to shoot more, especially on the power play. If he's going to be one of those playmakers on the line, let's say, let's say for for argument's sake or hypothetically speaking, he's on a line with Cockney, with uh, excuse me with Gallagher and Tatar. He could be the perfect playmaker for that line. But give him that opportunity, though. Give him that opportunity. Give him minutes. I understand, Anthony, when you say why we need a Philip Dano. Yes, a shutdown centerman like that, we need him to match up against the Austin Matthews, the, 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 the Connor McDavid's, the, 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 the Brady Kachucks, the Matthew Kachucks, and the Elias Pettersons. Yes, I agree with you with that 100%. But give the guys, the kids that can score, the kids that got the talent a little bit more than give them the minutes. Yeah, but we all That's know what in I hockey, want. the third and fourth line is meant for the shutdown line, and you're putting the shutdown players on the first and second line. It makes no sense to me. And that's I, really- I, 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 I get it. Now, the, the, I know, Joey, you said Ducharme is not really going to change the systems and all that. Don't expect the 180. Adri, do you yeah. expect any kind of line changes? Or do you think he's going to keep I, the lines the same? I hope he changes the fucking lines. I hope, like you said, <laughs> it goes put Juwai, uh, Suzuki, and Anderson on the first line and bring up K, uh, KK and have him with the proper centers. 
and fucking Dano back down. Like I had. I said. think the writing's on the wall. You're gonna see Kakanyemi on the second line in a more offensive role. I think everyone could see it. What I want to, what I want to see, and I'm not sure what to expect is the defensive pairing. I don't know mm-hmm. who's gonna pair with who. If he likes offense, okay, he, he may tell Weber to. Uh, you know, start playing second pairing minutes and he's going to put Petrie up. You may that's, see something like that. No, but Joey, Joey okay, okay. We're talking about another young talent on defense. And now we're talking about defense. Why not put Romanov paired up with Weber? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? What, what, what harm could do in this kid? Already that this kid, he's never, pl- he hasn't played in North America. He's been in the KHL. He's developed there, which is the KHL is arguably the second best hockey league in the world. He came here. He started the season very well. We all freaked out how amazing he was doing for a rookie, especially a rookie defenseman. Why, if he's the future, if he's going to, if he could be our next Markov, Andre Markov, why not put him up there with Shea Weber in the first pairing? I agree. I I agree. It should be tried. Well, it might be Petrie first pairing. So he might be there on the second pairing. Okay. Fine. Don't. Okay. Don't. Let me, I'll say this. Don't put him bottom pairing with either Mete or Kulak. Kulak. Right. Yeah, we might see it. And we might see Sherrod go down. Maybe Sherrod will pay Petrie. And maybe Weber will get Romanov. Because I, I think Sherrod would... Uh, I think he, he will benefit playing with Petrie. I, I always thought Edmondson would be better in a third-line pairing role, even though he's Absolutely. getting overpaid. So put Edmondson down there. And you know what? If we're we're talking about young kids, maybe we'll give a chance to kill Fleury because right now, uh, I North hope Kulak, to God. I Mette hope North to God, Kulak are getting it done. So maybe he'll give a chance to kill Fleury. I would, and I would and love and maybe, to see him. And maybe Zuko will get his uh, paling come up. Ryan Paling, li- listen, we'll <laughs> go slightly off off subject because you're mentioning Ryan Paling. I, I watched the Laval Rockets game tonight. The thing about Paling and I've noticed the kid skates well. He he he's smart with the puck. The problem is he lacks a bit of second effort when he doesn't have the puck. And I think if he works on that, if he gets that second effort going, nowhere to go before the puck gets there, and just battle a little bit more to get the puck back. As soon as he figures that out, that's when we're going to see Ryan Paling back in the lineup. I really want to see. I really want to see. You guys are talking about the defensive pairings, this and that. I think Romanov definitely. I want to see him slide uh, slide up in the uh, pairings. I don't know why nobody really talks about it. Maybe this is just my own thinking. But how many goals did Toffoli and Suzuki combine for in shorthanded situation? I would love to swap out and and go back, go back and watch KK and Anderson. How many goals went in when both of those guys were on the ice? I know there's a distribution of the size, uh, size and hitting power and everything like that, but I'd be very, very curious to see what those, well, those four guys, Suzuki and Toffoli, can do together, and what KK and Anderson could do together. I don't know. That's just something that <laughs> I, I can think be a good well, That's that's a shot. That's a only? job. That's a job for Statsman Joe. The only, the only thing <laughs> that I would love, like I feel bad for Gallagher because where does he slot in on a line as such? I don't know how that would work out uh, exactly for him. And I what think... I find so funny also, just to wrap it up very quickly based off what you guys said, Romanov came here and was playing super well. Suzuki was also playing extremely well. Like he was pulling moves out on the ice that everybody was like, holy shit, this guy's untradeable, this guy's this and that. Where did this guy go? 
And long story short, did they get their wings cut? Who like it's almost as though somebody said, "Hey, calm down. You're not gonna play like this." Uh, and okay, so I'm, they just fell off a cliff. Those the young guys yeah, just fell off a cliff. That's that's what I, we're I, that's what we're I, saying I wanna, from the start. I wanna, Exa- but I want to say something exactly what you said. Exactly. Did someone say stop? Because look, Suzuki just disappeared. He was making these these crazy dicks that were like, what the hell is going on? Like, that's amazing. The ma- Remember the first few episodes was like, look at those magic hands, right? Hold on. No, it's not just that. It was a smart though. That was the other thing too. Yes, but okay. So that that's that's point number one. Point number two is Weber. Okay. The hardest shot in the league. And every time the guy has that puck, everybody's scared. And he takes that shot. He's, he gets them blocked sometimes or he scores them. Then he just stopped taking those shots. It was four games where he hasn't even, even tried to take a shot. And we're all questioning, why isn't he shooting? What is going on? And I understand people know his style of play, so they're going to block it. But not for anything. If I'm going to block Weber's shot once, I ain't going to block it twice. So take that first shot, block it because you know his style. But if he's going to go take that second opportunity, I ain't blocking it. So what I'm trying to say is that he just stopped taking that shot. And then yesterday, he takes those two shots and scores two goals. I know you said it was desperate hockey, Joe, but he still managed to take those shots and took and happened to score two goals yesterday. So well, back to what Chris said is who told these guys to stop? Who told Suzuki th- to stop doing what he's I doing? I think who it comes Weber from the negative in- energy. I think it just comes from the negative energy. And I think Julien, even though Bergevin said he didn't lose the room, he's never going to admit it. I think he just lost it. He probably saw a few yeah. things where people were getting too fancy turning over the puck and he just said like cut it or there was just complete negative energy and when that happens you lose confidence and then you know your your creativity is what 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 uh, gets hindered by it so okay so so this opens up the the, the final segment joe you kind of did an introduction on it did you guys see dale weiss's comments on twitter <laughs> yeah overdue. yes overdue. overdue and then he he actually came out with another I didn't, I didn't write down the quote, but he said something along the lines that guys on, guys on the bench didn't know what to do. He would never call out the lines. So, and then you hear Nick Suzuki once again saying we're playing not to lose. Shea Weber saying there's, there's negative energy in the room and outside the room. I, 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 I don't know. I really think he, he did lose the room. I, I think... Not that guys didn't want to play for him, but the message was not getting received. Not one bit. And, but like Joe it, said, they pl- they probably they just plateaued. Not- yeah, and if you want and honestly, if you look at the the his his career with the Canadians, I'm talking about the second stint, Julian. I didn't realize yeah. it till today. He didn't have one full season where he coached a team and actually made playoffs. Did they not have the team to make playoffs? Maybe, but one year he got close, and then the other years, I mean, the pandemic, they only made it because of COVID, let's be real. And the first year he took over, they made playoffs, but he didn't, well, yeah, he didn't coach the whole came. year. He, he yeah, came exactly. in the last 24 games. The two seasons in between, he missed playoffs. Were they good enough to make it? They could have been borderline, made it one year, but you're talking four years, full years of co- coaching 
let's say even three without the first season because he was building off of Terrier, they didn't even make the playoffs with him. So he he definitely plateaued. And like Chris said, he, he can't find a way to figure it out. Once he gets figured out, he can't figure it out himself. And they, they go into the shell and you saw it. And, and, I, and I think that, the, 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 yeah, the way okay. they played against Pittsburgh was a bit of a fluke. So, um, you know, I, 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 heard, price. I heard today uh, a couple of people were mentioning people that are experienced, that know Julian pretty well. He's just a hard headed minded coach, like because of the experience that he has and the old school mentality he has. He doesn't listen to changes. It's his way or the highway. Okay, that that's if 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 Kirk Muller or Dominic Duchamp tells him, "Hey, guys, uh, Julien, I think it's time to tweak this or tweak that," he would say, in many words, "Fuck you! This is my team. It's my decision." You know, and I guess okay. I, I think I, right. no, but that no, but specific sources well, he is, he who is actually know who he, I know he's he a final say, final but some, but have an open-minded mentality of okay, you know what? Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Let me listen to someone else. We're coming well, to. I want to ask one question. Um, sorry, Sam. I just, I've been wanting to say this all episode. Um, very important question. If they would have won yesterday, if that goal did get in, go uh, in, I'm at, not. We're not I, I'm not going with ifs, ends, or buts here. It's, it's if they scored it yesterday was no. What I'm saying is, <laughs> if it did, let's say, let's say they won made. yesterday. I want to. Yeah, I want to know if, if they didn't. If they won yesterday, but then they're going to lose. If they would have lost tomorrow. Against Winnipeg, the, the decision was it still made. Happened. It's in a yeah. community. Listen, for the final, the last minute of play, this decision had to have been made last year, even before the second losing streak of eight games happened. That was 100%. the problem. This had to have been done last year. Like Dale, we said, it is overdue. I respect Claude Julien. I respect what he's tried to do with, uh, with the Habs. I respect him that he is a champion with our rivals, the Boston Bruins. But his style of coaching, if you look at all that old school mentality coaches, they're all dying. They're, 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 they're going. They're, they're, they're no longer there anymore. This is why I'm excited for Dominic Ducharme because he has a bit of that new school mentality. He's worked with, with, with the young talents right now within the last couple of years. So this is, for, for me personally, I don't know how you guys feel and the rest of the fan base, I'm excited. And you know what? Win or lose tomorrow, no matter what, I, I'm, con- I'm pretty optimistic that he, we're going to see something different, and I'm hoping we're going to see a- at least a hint of the team when they first started the season. Guys, the next two games are very key. Both the next two, the, 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 the weekend, the weekend games are going to be very key. Uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for doing this, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Gr- greatly, greatly uh, appreciate you having us on to our uh, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. Wishing you all a safe evening. Have a good one. Till next time. Bye now. Bye now. Bye now. Bye now. Bye now.